Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast. My guest is from far away in Malaysia. Uh, his name is Fong Munyik. Um, he's a professor in the Department of Parasitology, uh, also part of the Faculty of Medicine at the University of Malaya. So, Fong, thanks for coming. How are you doing? Fine, fine. Good, better. How are you? Good. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, tell me about your research. What are you working on? Um, for the past 10 years, I've been working on a malaria parasite. And this is a very unique parasite because it is a monkey malaria parasite. And... Um, for the past 15 years, and uh, it has been reported to infect humans, particularly in the Borneo Islands. And where I am here in Peninsular Malaysia, we also have uh, such cases where human beings are infected by this monkey malaria. And that's uh, basically my focus of research for the past 10 years. So this is malaria that affects only monkeys, or it affects monkeys and people? Yes, they, they are naturally in, uh, in, uh, infect, uh, they cause infection in monkeys. But uh, due to human contacts uh, with a monkey population, then therefore they, these parasites jump into human beings as well. Oh, oh, they do jump into people as well. Yes, exactly. And now the the, the, huh. the seriousness of the uh, or the problem is that it jumps to human uh, to the human population, and that's where we have lost people, especially in the island of Borneo. Report uh, we have loss of a uh, human. Monkey malaria, you can call it. We call it a uh, human nolosai malaria. So, how is it different? Um, so, how do people interact with monkeys and get it? I can see them being bitten uh, by mosquitoes, but but um, yeah, that is a good question. Um, again, uh, this is uh, uh, due to the human activities. Uh, whether individuals going to the forests or jungles for economic activities such as logging, uh, ecotourism, where you know. Now a lot of people like to go to the jungle for camping and you know these activities. And basically, some of the forests have been cleared for agricultural purposes. Uh, for example, for opening up oil palm plantations, um, uh, residential areas, and we are basically encroaching into the jungles. And where, that's why the monkey populations are now living closer to human populations. And the intermediate would be the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes will bite the monkeys and carrying the parasites and when they bite human beings, so they inject the human beings with monkey parasites as well. That is how the transmission takes place. Huh. So what happens? Um, how is a malaria infection different from a mosquito versus a monkey when someone gets it? Um, the, this, we call it a monkey malaria uh, in, in human beings. The, the, the symptoms, the signs are basically similar to that of what you have in a uh, normal human malaria. As you know, there are malaria all over the world. Uh, if you look at the statistics, it's basically the uh, the main infectious disease of the world. Of course, today we have COVID, but malaria is one of the most important infectious diseases in the world. And the symptoms of monkey malaria in humans uh, are similar to that caused by the normal human malaria. So we have fever, 
there's a chills and when it gets too serious if you have uh, anemia and all sort of uh, uh, diseases which affects the organs as well so it, it's very similar to, to human malaria uh, to human malaria uh, therefore uh, the how we treat them are all similar to what we do with uh, mm. human in the patients who are infected with normal normal human malaria so why why is it important to you to study monkeys for so long why not um, you know study the mosquito angle of malaria what attracted you to it in the first place uh, okay um, okay this monkey malaria we uh, initially for the past uh, 100 years or so so we were always uh, being concerned with uh, uh, human malaria and in malaysia human malaria is uh, basically being eliminated so we have no problems with human malaria uh, that's human to human transmission uh, because of our government's uh, active uh, programs to eliminate the normal human malaria uh, that's easy because uh, you get rid of the swamp areas you have intervention controls and so on but when you are dealing with human uh, monkey malaria you have a problem because you have a monkey population who is the reservoir for this parasites. Uh, why in a, our Malaysian law, we cannot eliminate the, hum, the monkey population because they are you know, part of the ecosystem, part of the environment. So they were always there and they always be uh, the source of uh, the parasites for human uh, infection. Uh, it's very difficult to control because if you want to really do a drastic measure, you have to really remove or cull the monkey populations which is not allowed in, in our country. So that's the dilemma there. What's the prevalence, though, of monkeys spreading malaria to people? Um, if you look at it uh, at two different angles, uh, basically, if you look at the Borneo side, because Malaysia uh, as a country has two, two regions. There are two states in, in Borneo Island, uh, north, northern part of Borneo Islands, and the peninsula Malaysia, which is uh, part of the mainland Asia. Um, it is very high in the Borneo Island states, you know, uh, for the past, you say, look, the statistics uh, for the past few years will be around few thousand cases per year, whereas in the peninsula Malaysia, a few hundred cases per year. So that that, that would be the statistics uh, when you compare the two regions of the Malaysia. So it's high in uh, the northern Borneo states of Malaysia, around three to four thousands per year. So, um, is there any chance of, uh, I don't know, uh, controlling how the monkeys interact with the mosquitoes? Like, what patterns do you notice? Uh, is there any seasonality to the malaria? Are there certain kinds oh, yeah. of monkeys that, that are more likely to get it? Yes, yes. Um, these uh, malaria parasites, obviously, um, uh, they infect with um, long-tailed macaques and also pig-tailed macaques in, in, in Malaysia. You know, the, the, the monkeys which have a long tail, which... And um, these are the main uh, hosts for the uh, parasites. And um, some of these uh, macaque populations are now living closely to human populations. Uh, in fact, they have now become uh, what we call pests in some of the residential areas near to, to, to human habitation. And, and when you talk about seasonality, yes, uh, we observe that the infection uh, increase infection will increase uh, during the rainy season because as you know uh, mosquitoes are the 
vectors or carriers of this parasite. Therefore, when the rainy season comes, they will breed more and the population of mosquitoes uh, will help in transmitting the disease to human beings. So yes, it is, uh, has a, it has a, a seasonality in, in terms of uh, when the, the reason comes in and when the rainy season comes in, then it will cause a, a higher infection rates in the human population. Is there, is there a way to treat the monkeys? I mean, do the monkeys die of the malaria or do they tend to just have it and be able to function and not get sick from it? The monkeys are natural hosts and they, they are basically immune to, 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 the, to the harmful effect of the infection. So they, uh, even though they have the parasites in their, in their body, in their blood, they live normally. So they uh, have no, they show no symptoms of, of the disease. So they are natural hosts. So we call it, we call them the reservoir host. So it has no effect on, on, on the monkey's health. So only when it infects human, that humans uh, will be affected and we have uh, symptoms of uh, malaria in human beings. So no, in monkeys, they are perfectly healthy. <laughs> so so um, is it is the only way that monkeys can transmit it to people is through biting or through feces or any other ways? Which through the bite of mosquitoes. Mosquitoes bite an infectious monkey, then carry the parasite from the monkey, and then these mosquitoes bite human beings, it will be transmitted to human beings. It's just like any other viral diseases which are transmitted. Wait, wait. So, so is it the monkey directly giving it to a person, or is it because the monkey is near people, so a mosquito that bites the monkey will then yes, bite a person. Will be, will be the, the intermediary agent of transmitting the disease, okay, the parasite from monkey to human beings. So you need okay. Yes, you need a mosquito to be the agent of transfer. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I get that. Okay. Um, okay. Are you able to? Uh, I don't know. Are you able to vaccinate monkeys or to treat them so that they they no longer can infect mosquitoes? It, Theoretically, yes, but uh, practically, you know, it will be impossible for us to vaccinate the monkey because these monkeys, uh, they live in the jungles or the forests, and sometimes now they are in the fringes of forests near to human habitation. It's practically impossible to vaccinate all the monkeys in the population. So, well, even if you didn't get all, what if you did a capture and release program? And you got, you know, a percentage of them. Maybe that would help if you got the, uh, you know, if you caught the females, the breeding age females. I don't know, you know. Yeah, but to the, if you vaccinate and uh, a, um, a particular female monkey, the, the, the vaccine is only effective for this particular female uh, monkey. You will not be uh, transmitted to, to uh, the immunity cannot be transmitted to other members of the uh, monkey population. So you have to practically vaccinate all the monkeys in that population, which is, uh, I think, would be rather impossible to do. Okay, and uh, someone, um, if someone gets malaria, can you tell which intermediate host the uh, you know the the mosquito had bitten before the person? Is there a way to tell if it was uh, by monkey or by some other creature? Uh, no, um, the life cycle has been determined. Uh, we understand the life cycle very well, so it has. It will always be a monkey, mosquito, human uh, transmission direction. So when the person is down with a monkey malaria, we know that it definitely comes from a uh, from a monkey rather than any other 
animals or any other uh, insects. So it's a very uh, fixed uh, way of, of, of transmission. Monkey to mosquitoes and mosquitoes to humans. There are no other, uh, so far we haven't uh, come across any other uh, host or transmitter of the of this parasite. Are there other animals that act like the monkeys do, that act as a zoonotic reservoir? Yeah, so far it's, it's, it's only rats or anything else. Um, there are malaria parasites, which in fact uh, uh, rodents, uh, birds. We call it avian uh, parasites. Uh, some, in fact, uh, in fact, in snakes as well, reptiles. But only the monkey. Uh, malaria parasite that which have been reported to infect humans. Uh, there are no reports of any other uh, animal malaria parasites that infect uh, human beings. Uh, most probably because of the similarity of the human and uh, simian uh, uh, system. So, so far we have only seen or we have encountered only monkey malaria parasite which infect human beings. No other animals uh, malaria parasites it's shown to infect human beings. What about within monkeys? Is there only the long-tailed macaques or other kinds also? Oh, uh, yes, yes. Um, um, other types of monkeys, you have the orangutans, I'm sure you know them very well. Uh, you have the gibbons and other uh, apes. Uh, they too have their own malaria parasites, uh, but so far we haven't seen any of, uh, these, of these monkeys apart from the long-tailed and pig monkeys, which, uh, which harbor the malaria parasite, which can uh, infect humans. But if you look, if you go beyond uh, Asia, if you go to Brazil, there are some of the new world monkeys which have parasites that uh, have been reported to infect the indigenous populations in Brazil. So uh, it depends on, on the regions of the world. So in Southeast Asia, it will be long-tailed, big-tailed macaques. Uh, in Brazil, it may be the uh, new world monkeys. So uh, again, it's all uh, simian uh, animals which are harboring the parasite which can uh, be transferred to human beings. So what is it? Uh, is it back to trying to control the mosquitoes or is there anything that can be done with yes, the one of the to try to reduce which, them? Yes, yes, it's rather impossible for us to control the... Uh, we can sort of uh, cull the... the, the monkey population, but uh, it's a huge task, so it's easier to control the mosquito population by fogging or uh, to prevent biting of the mosquitoes by taking measures such as uh, sleeping under bed nets, uh, applying repellents, and avoiding biting by long, wearing long sleeve shirts when you when the person goes into the jungle for economic activity or or recreational activities. So these are the few measures that can be uh, used to at least reduce the biting of the mosquito on human beings and uh, subsequently reduce the, the transmission rate of the malaria parasite to human beings. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. Whatever measures we use for normal human malaria parasites, we can also use it for the prevention of uh, these monkey-human parasites. So what, what have you been studying for so many years about the monkeys? I mean, if you've been focused on them and their physiology, you must be also trying to intervene with them as well and to stop yes, them yes. being a carrier. So what's that, what's that about? 
So uh, it, this is a long-term research for me. I'm more interested in looking at the genetics of, of, of the, this parasite. Uh, uh, this, you know, we, we call them the Plasmodium norosine. That, that, that's a species name. It's a Plasmodium norosine. And um, I've been looking at this uh, species for, for the past 10 years, looking at this uh, genetic diversity. And hopefully we can uh, uh, look for a candidate vaccine uh, uh, to, to vaccinate human beings, not uh, to vaccinate uh, the monkeys, but to vaccinate uh, human beings. Uh, of course, uh, we can, if you have a vaccine, then you can just uh, distribute it to the uh, high risk population uh, and therefore they are protected against this monkey disease. But, but uh, it, it is a long term research. Uh, this is just a uh, started to just to look at potential candidates, uh, proteins as a vaccine, and let's hope for the best in the next couple of years. Um, so if you can't, uh, well, I don't know. What, um, what do the uh, mosquitoes do inside the monkeys? You said they don't make them sick, but like what tissues do they go into? What do they do inside the monkeys? Um, the, the parasites, um, uh, they can infect them. Uh, the monkeys, but as I said, the monkeys uh, are rather immune than the immune because this uh, is a the in their thousands of million years of evolution, so they are pretty immune to the uh, infection of these parasites. So uh, their organs, their systems are practically uh, not affected at all by by the, the monkey uh, by the parasite. So if you see them, they are living healthily. They are swinging on the road trees and so on. So uh, it, there's not, nothing much of, of, of severe uh, that can happen to, 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 to these monkeys when they are infected with the parasites. So this basically uh, a mechanism, uh, an evolutionary uh, history that makes them uh, immune to the harmful effect of the infection by these parasites. So, hmm. okay. so they, they, they are uh, not affected at all by even though they have these parasites in, in, in the blood. So what are, what are some of the other major animals that act as reservoirs for malaria besides monkeys you know, in other countries or other islands? Uh, yes, as I said, uh, there are no other animals except for, for, for the monkeys or apes which have parasites. Basically because um, genetically, the humans and, and the apes are uh, very closely related. So the parasite, which in fact uh, an ape or monkey most likely can infect human beings, it's a matter of uh, uh, the the where the, the ape population or the monkey population is close enough to to, to human beings for, for it to be uh, transmitted. So potentially, yes, uh, most uh, any of the monkey or simian uh, malaria parasites can infect human beings. But so far, we've only seen. Uh, the long-term macaques and the uh, big-term macaques in Southeast Asia and the New World monkeys uh, in Brazil. The parasites in them can be transmitted to human beings. But we don't know, we don't know whether the, the gorillas, the, the, the gibbons and some other apes, they are the parasites. So, so far we haven't come across any uh, report of the, the parasites uh, uh, infecting human beings, whether in, in, in the in India, in China, or in Pacific, or in the African con continent. So, so far, we haven't come across any other uh, uh, parasite from these, from the apes 
uh, of uh, monkeys from this region affecting human beings. Is there any, um, I mean, have you observed a mosquito biting a monkey? Do they, I mean, do you think it's by biting them? Or do you think maybe the monkeys are eating the mosquitoes? I mean. Yeah, it, it's basically because uh, mosquitoes, uh, they only feed on the blood of, 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 of their uh, uh, of animals, whether it's monkey, whether it's reptiles, whether it's rodents and so on. So uh, naturally we, we have, have seen uh, monkeys, uh, uh, mosquitoes hovering around the, uh, the monkeys, but we don't actually see them biting the, the monkeys. But we know the monkeys uh, do get bitten because the mosquitoes need the blood the monkeys for, for, for breeding purpose, so to, to nourish the eggs in the mosquitoes. So uh, I personally have, have not seen a monkey being bitten by a mosquito, but we know that mosquitoes do bite monkeys. So that is their, their, their life cycle. So they feed on the blood of mosquitoes, uh, on, on monkeys uh, to nourish their, the eggs. Uh, just for your information, only the female mosquitoes uh, would feed uh, on the blood of the monkeys. So the males don't feed on uh, on the monkeys. They feed on nectar of flowers. Um, have you ever tried to capture a whole bunch of mosquitoes in an area and then look uh, at them to see which ones have, have a blood meal inside them and see yes, if that tells uh, you anything uh, about who they're biting? I, I, I'm not a insect uh, researcher or what we call the entomologist. Uh, my colleague, I'm sure you know him, uh, you know her, uh, who was uh, interviewed a couple of months ago by, by your, your, your show. Uh, she did a lot of uh, research on uh, mosquitoes, which transmitted this monkey malaria parasite. And she had basically discovered a few species of mosquitoes that can uh, transmit, uh, bite mosquitoes and transmit the parasites to human beings. Uh, she has identified about four to five species in Malaysia, uh, in, that can uh, transmit this parasite from the monkeys to human beings. Okay? Uh, I'm, I'm, I do not work with uh, mosquitoes, but my colleague, my close colleague in my department, uh, she, she works a lot uh, on, on this aspect of the transmission. So uh, I think she, she gave uh, an interview uh, in your show. Right, we just back. didn't uh, we didn't talk about monkeys really at all. But yeah, and I didn't I didn't ask this question back then. Now, um, now that I think about it, I'll have to ask them. But uh, yeah, yes, yes. Maybe you have you can have another. She had very interesting data to show you if you're asking all the mosquitoes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you know, have you looked at any of the monkeys longitudinally? You know, can uh, do they carry? You know, once they're infected, are they infected for life? Like, how long do these macaques live and have you found any that have had, you know, malaria parasite in them for years? Uh, no, um, again, uh, I do not look at the monkeys, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the carry uh, their infection rate or prevalence. But again, um, I work with, with uh, a colleague of mine in another university who is a monkey expert. And he, he did a study and showed that uh, these parasites uh, basically will be lifelong in, in most of the monkeys and so on. So, because they are continuously being bitten and the, the parasites are continually being transmitted within the population. So they are basically uh, having these parasites uh, throughout their life and so forth. Uh, and, but we are a bit fortunate that this um, monkey's uh, population, they are very territorial. So they don't wander far away from, from a particular uh, location. Uh, that, that is, I think, 
I would say, a quote unquote, a blessing. So they do not transmit uh, it far and wide, but uh, the population will remain in a particular location. So that, so that that's what we, what we know so far about the the transmission of the parasite in the monkey populations in in, in Malaysia. Okay, well, very good. Well, Fong, what's what's the best way for people to find out more about your work? How can they get in contact? Uh, uh, as a researcher and scientist, we basically uh, publish a lot of this this of what what we found out in our research in, in uh, journals in in scientific journals or tropical medicine journals. Uh, these are the sources that you can uh, find out more about these particular parasites. And uh, yeah, so uh, some of our my, my colleagues uh, have given a lot of uh, uh, talks, reviews. Uh, uh, to, to the mass media, so then you can, you can source this information from from, from these uh, uh, mass media outlets and so on. Yes. Okay. Well, very good. Well, from thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much too. If you like this podcast, please click the link in the description to subscribe and review us on iTunes. You've been listening to the Finding Genius podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.